Safety Net Studio presents. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am your father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we expand Sony's Spider-Verse with Madam Web. A week ago, I spent my life racing against time. I'm gonna help you out today, okay? Trying to save people who are running out of it. Gadget! Until one moment changed everything. Come on! Welcome back to the land that we're living. I don't understand what's happening. I've been having visions. I knew he was gonna die. I think I'm seeing the future. Oh, what the hell? She didn't see that coming? That's <laughs> not how it works. I've seen that man before. So who is he? Ezekiel Sims. He was in the Amazon with my mom when she was researching spiders right before she died. You don't think this is weird, how we're all connected? If you want to live, you have to trust me. Get ready. Cassandra Webb is a New York metropolis paramedic who begins to demonstrate signs of clairvoyance. Forced to challenge revelations about her past, she needs to safeguard three young women from a deadly adversary who wants them destroyed. Written by the team of Matt Sazama, Burke Sharpless, Claire Parker, and S.J. Clarkson, and directed by S.J. Clarkson, Madam Webb stars Dakota Johnson as Cassandra Webb, Sidney Sweeney as Julia Cornwall, Isabella Merced as Anya Corazon, Celeste O'Connor as Maddie Franklin and features Tahar Rahim, Mike Epps, Emma Roberts, Adam Scott, Carrie Bechet, and Zosia Mamet. Every once in a while, a movie gets announced and I get really confused. Madam Web is one of those movies. She is a very minor character from the Marvel comics that is an elderly woman who is clairvoyant and offers guidance to Peter Parker. Now, there is a massive cast of characters that Marvel could potentially make movies about. Madam Web is not one of them. But here we are, a movie that even its star has no interest in seeing. Story-wise, this movie is a pretty big mess. Taking place in the early 2000s, the story follows Cassandra Webb as she starts to have powers due to her mother being bitten by a super spider while she was pregnant. As her powers manifest, she uses her inner circle, which includes her partner, Ben Parker, the soon-to-be Uncle Ben, and three young girls that will eventually become spider people in due time. The movie is bogged down with too many characters, not enough building of those characters, and a subpar villain that had an unexplained origin. Acting-wise, this is where the movie gets a bit of a checkmark. The three future Spider-People do a great job complimenting Dakota Johnson's Cassie, and Adam Scott makes an incredible Uncle Ben. The chemistry between the characters is logical and pretty well done. And then we come to Tahar Rahim's Ezekiel Sims. I don't think I've been more confused about the acting choices and directing choices of a Marvel villain so far. His generic lines, ridiculous intentions, and weird, very clearly dubbed dialogue 
makes for some pretty confusing moments. Overall, Madam Web is not a good movie. For every well-done, very cool scene, there is a much longer, atrocious scene that features either terrible audio mixing, god-awful video effects, or very basic, wooden, generic acting. For one hour and 57 minutes, Madam Web just exists. While the movie set up some potentially cool minor characters that could pop up in future Spider-Man films, none of them have the power to carry their own film. This would have been much better as a limited series on Disney Plus that could have actually fleshed out the villain a bit more, expanded on the story, and gave each character their own featured episode rather than a film. I don't think that I can say I'm happy I saw this movie, but I did see it. Wait until it's on a streaming service if you have any intention to watch this. Trust me, I give Madam Web a D+. Plus. <laughs> Well, the weather is feeling great, and so should you. Nick and the team at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with a trailer that was shown during the Super Bowl, that of Twisters. Tyler Owens calls himself a tornado wrangler. If you feel it, chase it! Oh, she's perfect! She's gorgeous! You thought you could destroy a tornado. We never had a chance. You want one? You don't face your fears, you ride them. We got twins! Twins! Is that it? Nope. Twisters is an update to the 1996 film Twister, which centered on a pair of storm chasers who risked their lives in an attempt to test an experimental weather alert system. The film, which stars Glenn Powell and Daisy Edgar Jones, releases in theaters on July 19th of 2024. The next trailer worth taking a look at is the second trailer for the upcoming Godzilla X Kong, The New Empire. For centuries, there was harmony. The titans were the guardians of nature, and the great apes became the protectors of humanity. Something is coming. Something even they're afraid of. You feel like going for a ride? Though you'd never ask. Is that a mini car? That's not just a signal. That's a call for war. What is that? Khan can't stop this on his own. He won't be alone. We've made some minor augmentations. Oh. Godzilla x Kong The New Empire follows up the explosive showdown of Godzilla vs. Kong with an all-new cinematic adventure pitting the almighty Kong and the fearsome Godzilla against a colossal undiscovered threat hidden within our world, challenging their very existence and our own. The epic new film will delve further into the histories of these titans, their origins, and the mysteries of Skull Island and beyond, while uncovering the mythic battle that helped forge these extraordinary beings and tied them to humankind forever. Film stars Rebecca Hall and Brian Tyree 
Diary Henry and releases in theaters on March 29th. Over in casting news, Disney has confirmed the upcoming cast for the Fantastic Four movie, and it goes like this. Pedro Pascal will be playing Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic. Vanessa Kirby will be playing Sue Storm, the Invisible Woman. Stranger Things' Joseph Quinn will be playing Johnny Storm, the Human Torch. And the Bears' Eben Moss Bacharach will be playing Ben Grimm, the Thing. Disney made the announcement on Instagram with a photo that shows a lot of hints to the 1960s and also features a look at Herbie the Robot. Fantastic Four is now in production and releases in theaters on July 25th of 2025. Deadline is reporting that Christoph Waltz and Caleb Landry Jones have both signed on to star in Luke Besson's upcoming Dracula film titled Dracula, A Love Tale. Deadline is stating that it has an origin story element to it, exploring in a little more depth the gothic romance between Prince Vladimir and his wife, whose loss turns him into Forsake God and become a vampire. Deadline is also reporting that Sam Rockwell will be joining Haley Lou Richardson from The White Lotus and Juno Temple from Fargo in Gore Verbinski newest movie titled A Cure for Wellness. Rockwell will play a man from the future who arrives at a Los Angeles diner to recruit a precise combination of disgruntled patrons to join him on a one-night, six-block quest to save the world from the terminal threat of a rogue artificial intelligence. Sylvester Stallone has confirmed that he's returning to Philadelphia for AGC Studios' upcoming crime thriller titled Epiphany. The film focuses on a hard-boiled detective on the verge of retirement, and the soon-to-be former police detective must team up with a younger cop and former priest to hunt and apprehend a serial killer on a murderous rampage through the wintry streets of the Keystone City. Meanwhile, Michelle Yeoh has confirmed she's starring in The Mother, coming from director Melanie Laurent. The story follows an immigrant mother and businesswoman named Anne, who's trying to make the best life she knows in America with her beloved family. However, when her two teenage sons find trouble with a dirty Boston cop and a crime ring, their American dream shatters. Anne taps into her wicked past to save her sons, summoning a woman no one expected to come knocking at their door. Variety is reporting that Lupita Nyong'o and Chloe Grace Moretz will star in the upcoming film Strawweight, with both actresses playing UFC fighters. The film is said to follow the journeys of two fighters who find themselves competing against each other in the octagon. One is a young woman whose life is changed forever when she discovers her passion for the UFC, while the other is a former champion who is determined to reclaim her title by reinventing herself. Both want the same thing, respect, but only one can come out on top. In other upcoming projects, it was confirmed that Gerard Butler and Marina Backer will both return to star in the sequel to Greenland titled Greenland Migration, which is set to film this April. The plot, according to Deadline, follows the Garrity family as they must leave the safety of the Greenland bunker after the comet Clark decimated the Earth, and the family embarks on a harrowing journey across the wasteland of Europe in order to find a new home. Over in the rumor mill, Todd McFarlane has confirmed that Jamie Foxx and Jeremy Renner are both still attached to the Spawn reboot project, and is of the belief that the October release of the Joker sequel, Joker Folia will help Spawn get moving. Writer Scott Silver is a writer on both the Spawn Project and Joker Foley Adieu, and McFarlane had this to say, quote, what does Scott want to do next? And depending on whether we sold Spawn prior to that or we sell it the Monday after Joker 2 comes out, you know what we all want to do and Scott is attached to it and you guys are all wondering, right? It's this thing called Spawn. Blumhouse founder Jason Blum did confirm that he's hoping Spawn will be released sometime in 2025. The movie is rumored to follow Twitch after he loses his daughter to gang violence. He then begins his quest for revenge by enlisting the help of his ex-partner Danny to aid in his investigation of the criminal factions of New York. Twitch quickly realizes he's in over his head as he learns that two of the largest organizations are teaming up to take over the criminal underworld of the city. And that's where Spawn comes in. Twitch is visited by Al, a mysterious man whose knowledge of his daughter 
daughter's death. It quickly becomes clear that Al is not who he appears to be as he reveals himself to be Spawn, a messenger from hell who can aid Twitch in his search for justice. After its successful release and nomination for Best Visual Effects at the 96th Academy Awards, Godzilla Minus One recently returned to theaters. Once again doing well, director Takashi Yamazaki was asked if he was interested in making a sequel. Yamazaki said, quote, I would certainly like to see what the sequel would look like. I know that Shikshima's war seems over and we've reached that state of peace and calm, but perhaps it's the calm before the storm and the characters have not yet been forgiven what has been imposed upon them. I don't know that anyone has pulled off a more serious tone of kaiju versus kaiju with human drama, and that challenge is something that I'd like to explore. When you have movies that feature kaiju battles, I think it's very easy to put the spotlight and the camera on this massive spectacle, and it detaches itself from the human drama component. He went on to say that he would have to make sure that the human drama and whatever's happening between the kaiju both have meaning, and both are able to affect one other in terms of plot development. Godzilla Minus One sees an already devastated post-war Japan facing a new threat in the form of Godzilla. If you listen back a few episodes, you can hear my review, and make sure if you have the opportunity, you go see it in theaters. Over in the rumor mill, following Marvel's official announcement of the cast for its Fantastic Four movie, a new report from veteran entertainment reporter Jeff Snyder from his Snyderverse podcast has stated that Javier Bardem is rumored to be playing the world-eating villain Galactus. The plot is supposed to be inspired by the Galactus trilogy, a series of comics depicting the Fantastic Four's first run-in with the Cosmic Titan. Snyder also stated that they're searching for an actor to play the Silver Surfer who acts as Galactus's herald, with previous rumors saying that Anya Taylor-Joy would be playing Juno, a female version of the Silver Surfer. Snyder's rumors also continued to say that Doctor Doom will in fact appear in the Fantastic Four. It's unlikely that he'll debut near the film's end or in a post-credits stinger, and is likely to be the main antagonist. Also in the rumor mill, following the filming of the Gladiator sequel, Deadline is reporting that Ridley Scott is in negotiations to direct a movie about the iconic musical group The Bee Gees, formed by brothers Barry, Robin, and Maurice Gibb. Let's just hope the film stars Jimmy Fallon and Justin Timberlake, reprising their roles from the popular Saturday Night Live skits. Moving to the small screen, a couple teaser trailers were released. Let's take a look at Prime Video's Invincible Season 2, Part 2. How did a mere moment on Earth turn you into a weak, sentimental traitor? Answer me! What's the occasion for such a fine suit? I'm visiting an old friend. It is good to be home. Die fast, assholes! My pizza's getting cold. Based on the groundbreaking comic book by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley, the story revolves around 18-year-old Mark Grayson, who's just like every other guy his age, except his father is or was the most powerful superhero on the planet. Still reeling from Nolan's betrayal in season one, Mark struggles to rebuild his life as he faces a host of new threats, all while battling his greatest fear that he might become his father without even knowing it. The second half of its eight-episode season returns on March 14th, with new episodes airing weekly. The next trailer worth taking a look at is the upcoming Disney Plus series, X-Men 97. We get this done by working together as a team. Jeez, Bob, keep buzzing in my ear. Magneto. The last will and testament of Charles Xavier. Everything he built now belongs to me. 
X-Men 97 revisits the iconic era of the 1990s as the X-Men, a band of mutants who use their uncanny gifts to protect a world that hates and fears them, are challenged like never before, forced to face a dangerous and unexpected new future. The Fox Kids X-Men animated series ran from 1992 to 1997, and this new series will pick up where the original left off. X-Men 97 hits Disney Plus on March 20th. Over at Paramount Plus, it was announced that Melissa Moore's autobiography, Shattered Silence, which had inspired the podcast Happy Face, will now become a series titled Happy Face. The Hollywood Reporter has confirmed that Dennis Quaid, who starred in the films like The Day After Tomorrow, Inner Space, and Jaws 3D, will be playing a serial killer on the upcoming show. Happy Face, which will also star Anna Lee Ashford, will see Ashford taking on the role of Melissa, who at age 15 discovered that her beloved father was the prolific serial killer known as Happy Face. As an adult, she has changed her name and guarded her secret while her father has been serving life in prison. Melissa is drawn back into her father's world after decades of not having contact with him. Happy Face, in prison for his crimes, finds a new way to force himself back into his daughter's life. Melissa must find out if an innocent man is going to be put to death for a crime her father committed, while also discovering the impact her father had on his victims' families and facing a reckoning with her own identity. In small screen casting, it was also confirmed that John Hamm has signed on for Paramount Plus's upcoming series, Landman, coming from Taylor Sheridan. Hamm joins Billy Bob Thornton in the drama, which is an upstairs-downstairs story of roughnecks and wildcat billionaires fueling an oil boom so big, it's reshaping our climate, our economy, and our geopolitics. Ham will be playing Monty Miller, a Goliath in the Texas oil industry, who has a long-standing personal and professional relationship with Thornton's Tommy Norris. The project also stars Demi Moore, Ali Larder, Michelle Randolph, Jacob Laughlin, Kayla Wallace, and more. Over at Netflix, it was confirmed that the fourth and final season of The Umbrella Academy will be hitting the streaming service starting on August 8th. Netflix's official preview for the season reads like this. Based on the comic series of the same name by Gerard Way, The Umbrella Academy premiered in 2019 and follows a group of estranged siblings with superpowers who are reunited after the death of their father. Last season ended with a major twist. There's a new timeline dictated by the family patriarch, Reginald, and the siblings no longer have their powers. That's not the only oddity in this timeline, where the stakes are higher than ever before. There are new enemies who want to see them wiped from existence, but how do they face them without their powers, and will the siblings ever get them back? Umbrella Academy stars Elliot Page, Tom Hopper, David Castaneda, Emmy Raver, Lampman, Robert Sheehan, Aiden Gallagher, Justin H. Min, and joining them this season is Nick Offerman, Megan Mullally, and David Cross. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Ben Affleck's ex-wife of 13 years, Jennifer Garner, is in talks to star opposite Matt Damon in the Ben Affleck-directed film titled Animals. Written by Connor McIntyre with revisions by Billy Ray, the crime thriller concerns a mayoral candidate and his wife whose son is kidnapped. Surrounded by plenty of enemies, political and otherwise, the husband and wife have no choice but to get their hands dirty in order to save their son. Damon will be playing the lead of the film as the mayoral candidate, and Garner is currently in talks to play the candidate's wife. Damon and Affleck recently teamed up on the Dunkin' Donuts commercial titled Dun Kings. He's here. Affleck on the track. What up, Brooks? For your consideration, here comes the Boston Massacre! Touchdown, Tommy on them keys. You remember when I told you I'd do anything for you? This is anything. Chill. 
They name it a drink after us. And finally, we end today on some very interesting news. Lionsgate is partnering with Area 15 to hit the Las Vegas Strip with an attraction to bring you closer to the films of John Wick. The project, which is called the John Wick Experience, comes fresh from John Wick mastermind Chad Stileski and his 8711 Entertainment team. The John Wick Experience will welcome guests through the Las Vegas continental doors and into a world where bartenders serve death with chilled wine and allegiances are as fragile as a Fabergé egg. As part of the experience, guests navigate an intense adventure and visit a themed bar and retail shop that will be open to the public. Each group of guests accepts distinctive missions related to the John Wick mythology, with many familiar elements from the billion-dollar grossing film franchise. Missions include social elements like canoodling with Continental staff members, assassins, crime bosses, and other shady characters that are roaming the hallowed halls of the fabled hotel. The John Wick experience joins Lionsgate's other projects at Area 15, which include attractions for Saw, the Blair Witch, and the Hunger Games. If you're looking to book a get-together, why not add a little bit of fear? At Killer Noob Escapes at 740B Century Street, we offer the city's only two-hour escape experience, starting with Part 1, The Fun House, followed by Part 2, The Upstairs. We also feature a two-person room called Buried Alive. Hold your gathering in our private dining room for free when you book Part 1 and Part 2, all while being surrounded by the screams of puddles as victims. Book today at KillerNoobEscapes.com. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, when you take on the responsibility, great power will come. Come.